get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And our friend Greg Amzinger of MLB Network joins us. And Greg, I got to start with this because in this hour, you're joining us. Blues analyst Joey Vitale is joining us. And John Mozeliak is joining us at the back end of the hour. Three extraordinarily stylish gentlemen that are going to be on in this hour. Wow. Well, you know, I feel like Ronald Acuna Jr. I'm going to get a lot of fastballs to hit because the guys on the on-deck circle are the people you're actually worried about. So this this will be the easiest part of your hour. You're going to have to actually work for the rest of it. (laughs) Hey, I want to start with this. You've completed your MLB Top 100 right now, and as everybody would guess, Mike Trout number one, Mookie Betts number two. But I want to move down to numbers four and five. I'm going to give you one left-handed hitter to put on your team. I'm taking Soto. Are you taking Soto or Freeman? uh, Soto, Soto, every day Soto. Uh, Juan Soto is going to be one of the greatest hitters we've ever seen in our lifetime. Freddie Freeman is on the Hall of Fame highway. I love Freddie Freeman. No one has a swing quite like Freddie Freeman. He's in a lineup that is stacked, and he's going to perform. But Juan Soto breathes different air. He is the most talented hitter in baseball, period. And, you know, look, because he plays left field and he can't do some of the things that Ronald Acuna Jr. or Fernando Tatis Jr. can do. Tatis, no one throws the ball harder uh, in terms of velocity as a position player. No one hits the ball harder in terms of exit velocity than Fernando Tatis Jr. Ronald Acuna playing right field now is a better fit there. He's a 40-40 guy. Imagine Jose Canseco as a leadoff guy. That's what Ronald Acuna Jr. is. These three players, while I say Soto is the best hitter, these three players are the future of the sport. They will battle for number one starting next year going forward. Um, the old guard, I hate saying that, but it's the truth, is Trout, Betts, Yelich, and Bellinger. That's, that's the old guard now. And the new guard, which has an average age of 22, is Soto, Tatis, and Acuna, and they're about to take the game over. Greg, speaking of Fernando Testis Jr., the Padres give him a 14-year, $340 million contract. Do you think it was smart of them to get this done now, or do you think they might have jumped the gun after only 143 games? No, they should have done it uh, in 2019 at the winter meetings. You can look this up. Uh, we did a clip uh, during our coverage of the winter meetings. I was all with Mark DeRosa, Mike Lowell, and Ron Darling. And we did a segment called uh, Lock. Uh, lock up that star and name your young player and what contract would you give this young player? And I think uh, Mike Bull picked uh, P. Alonzo, Ron Darling picked Vladdy Guerrero. I don't know who D-Row picked. I picked Fernando Tatis Jr. And I, and I was the one with the, most, the gaudiest contract offer. I said, give him 13 years of $350 million. Get it done now. We're in San Diego. Just get it done now. And they all laughed at me. Ron Darling literally says, 
remind me to never hire you as my GM. And I go, I don't understand. What am I missing? He's the best base runner. He's got a cannon for an arm. The guy hits the ball a mile. He, he's a freak of an athlete. I, what am I missing? He hasn't played. He has no dirt in his spikes. Come on, Am Singer. I'm like, what are we doing? I don't understand. I got, I got totally blistered for it. And now I, I was wrong. It was, it was 14 years, 340. Now, I hate the name drop. Harold walks in yesterday into my office as we're doing this early show and we're taping it and he has Fernando Tatis Jr. on FaceTime and he and I have a great relationship. He points the phone at me and I go, I called it. And Fernando Tatis is laughing. He goes, you did, you did. And uh, it was a wonderful exchange. I, I, I told him, congratulations. This makes all the sense in the world. What it does is it puts a flag in the ground. That the Padres aren't going anywhere. And my goodness, how refreshing to see an organization that is not one of the five biggest cities in America go, no, this is the future. This is our star. Let's not nickel and dime our stars like the Cubs did to Chris Bryant and Javi Baez. Let's just invest around what we now believe, not just as the face of our franchise, but as one of the faces and maybe the face of baseball. Let's go back to the old, old guard. And number one at one point on that list was Albert Pujols. What do you, what do you think it's going to be like this season, his final year in, in uh, Los Angeles? Uh, it's a tough question, man, because you, you just always watch him in a different way. We watch other talent, Dan, when it comes to spring training. And it's, it's literally based on this. When we get there early and you've been there, you're in the parking lot, you're in the media, you walk in, you have to check in, they check your bags and all this stuff. And then you go to the field and you're with your camera crew and you're waiting for these guys to come out. And as you know, it's early day in spring training. Some of these guys you get at 7 a.m. before they do their personal workouts. So we're staying there, we're waiting. And there's only one player that I actually watch and 90% of my assessment is how they walk out of the, uh, how they walk up the steps of the dugout. That is all I'm looking for, for Albert Pulse. How does he walk? Because his legs have been such an issue and I just don't see that turning around. Um, will he play first base? I think he's going to have to. So how will that affect his legs? You know, he's not getting any younger. The plantar fasciitis is something that can just be an ongoing issue. He said surgery to try to repair it. I just think this is a guy that if the Angels are lucky, we're talking 240 to 260 with 20 to 25 home runs at 80 RBS. That, that's if they're lucky in OPS that will not sniff 800. Unfortunately, that's how this contract has come to an end. He has not been close to what he was when he was with the St. Louis Cardinals. Greg, when we look at the top 100 that you guys did, top 100 right now, you're looking at a lot of Mets on that list. Brandon Nimmo, 89, Dominic Smith, 67, Pete Alonzo, 66, McNeil, 35, Conforto, 34, Lindor, 15, DeGrom, 3, and that doesn't even include some pitchers that are, are very capable. How good do you think the Mets can be this year? A uh, couple things. Uh, our, our studios are based in Secaucus, New Jersey. <laughs> Good point. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. And our research staff uh, is, is very regional. While they all went to like Ivy League schools, they all wanted to move back home and, and live with mom and dad and work at MLB Network after they got their lofty degrees. And most of them are Mets, Red Sox, and Yankee fans. I argue with the list incessantly because of this fact. And I personally do not think Brandon Nimmo is a top 100 player. I personally do not think Dom Smith has done enough to show me he's a top 100 player. While he was a terrific offensive talent last year, 
late bloomer? How does he fit in left field long term? He's not playing first base. And do any of you in that studio, if you had to pick, would you take Brandon Nimmo, Dom Smith, or Yadier Molina, who did not make our list, for projecting for the 2021 season? So there are a lot of guys who are left on the cutting room floor that these Mets, and, and, and I love Jeff McNeil, but is he really a top 40 player? He was ranked in the 30s, like number 35, yeah. a, little, a little too aggressive for me. That said, this is a really good team. And I'm excited to see what happens with Francisco Lindor. I just hope the Mets don't met this thing up. And what I mean by that is <laughs> lock this guy up with a contract. Do what the Dodgers did with Mookie Betts. Clearly that worked out. Sign him, get the contract extension done before opening day. And you saw what you got with Mookie Betts. You're going to get the same thing with Francisco Lindor, two premier talents, and he's going to love playing in New York City. So, I, I love what the Mets have done. It's aggressive. It's what any Met fan could have dreamed for to have an owner like this, to be this financially aggressive. But I just think they could still screw it up, which really bothers me. And I'm waiting to see how they navigate the waters until opening day. Greg, keep fighting the good fight against the East Coast bias. I appreciate that out of you. <laughs> <laughs> I try. I do try. I wanted to circle back quickly to what you said about Fernando Tatis Jr. being perhaps the face of baseball, because I agree with you. He's on the cover of video games. He's in national commercials. He is the guy that people are paying attention to. And I have to think that that is a great thing for baseball, to have someone who's as electric as him be emerging as the face of baseball. When I think about when I was a kid, everybody wanted to be Ken Griffey Jr. They wanted to wear their hat backwards. You need somebody with personality and swag to represent your sport. And when we talk about baseball and attracting that younger audience, it seems like Fernando Tatis Jr. is a great fit. Without a doubt. And not only that, you know, I love the comp to Ken Griffey Jr. There wouldn't be baseball in Seattle if Ken Griffey Jr. didn't arrive on the scene at the right time. That was how important he was. The future of baseball needs a, a physical specimen with this personality right now, like Fernando Tatis Jr. With this possible strike looming and these two sides not getting along, to have this guy be must-see TV out on the West Coast. So, yeah, you can watch your Cardinal game or if you're in the East Coast, watch your Phillies, your Red Sox, your Mets, and then all of a sudden flip it over, and we're going to be doing – we've already got a, a new rule. Every single Fernando Tatis at-bat is a live look-in, mm. locked-in. Our programming is is what it used to be for Mike Trout. We would never let uh, a night go by where we missed a Mike Trout at bat live. We're going to be doing the same thing for Fernando Tatis Jr. when he's playing past 9 or 10 p.m. Eastern. So this is how important he is to the sport. We need it. The other aspect to this is, you know, he's got that cross-cultural thing. And his dad, well-known, obviously in St. Louis, but while he speaks this perfect fluent Spanish, he grew up in American clubhouses and his English is flawless and he laughs like a kid. And, you know, he knows all the cool things and he's, he loves fashion, dreadlocks that are blonde. You know, I, I was telling Harold the other day, you know, I play video games sometimes with my 11 year old son and he likes to create players, you know, and when you can create these guys, you can make them look however you want to make them look. And you're like, he's got tattoos everywhere. They're ripped. They have no waist. They're like physically six foot five. I'm, I'm, I'll be like London. That's my son's name. There's no shortstop at six five that looks like this. That looks like a, a, a movie star. This isn't real. What are you doing? That's what Fernando Tatis is. It's like it's like his parents got together and created like an avatar <laughs> baseball player. It's, he's like not real. He looks like a movie star. He acts like one. This is a huge, 
huge lottery ticket that Major League Baseball won, uh, specifically the Padres, and they need to continue to push him to the forefront because he's what you want in the game. It's great for baseball. It's great for that town, too, for San Diego to say we're keeping one of our own. And then I look at Lindor going from Cleveland. I look at what the Pirates are doing, flipping players over nonstop. That part of it bothers me. I, I don't know if you agree with that, but that it, if you're a fan of those home cities, man, you get, you got to keep these players, and it's not being done without a cap. It's not being done league-wide, and that's that's my concern with some of this stuff. Yeah, and listen, um, yeah, I work for MLB Network. 30 teams have a piece of the pie. So as I say that, that you, you know that of where I'm coming from. So the way I look at it is the San Diego Padres have no market justification to do what they've been doing. You can't look at the city of San Diego, the revenue that they make, and go, okay, this makes sense. This is a safe play to spend $300 million on Manny Machado, spend $340 million. That's $640 million on two guys on, in the left side of your infield. Let's go get Blake Snell. That's going to cost a lot of money. You Darvish is loads of money. Let's go get it. You can't justify it. You can't justify it. Literally what, what Cohen has done uh, with the New York Mets in comparison to how much revenue they bring in compared to the New York Yankees. But when you have ownership that actually looks at this as such an honor to own a team instead of a detriment, <laughs> then, then this is what you get. There are owners that complain about owning a baseball team like there's no one else out there that would do it. <laughs> and unfortunately, that's got to end. we got to push the owners out that I feel like they need to go have tea with Mother Teresa because they, they, their, their lives are so hard, the hardship of owning a baseball team. Done. I don't feel bad for you anymore. Sell it. Put it up for sale right now. You'll make a killing. People overpay for this rep, for this real estate. So I'm with you on that, man. At some point in time, people are becoming savvier and savvier and savvier on all kinds of business aspects in all kinds of industries, and especially baseball fans who are analytical by nature now. They're realizing that this isn't a baseball problem. This is a specific human that owns a baseball team problem and if we have a problem with that human then maybe we need to find someone else to own that baseball team Greg Amsinger you're the best have a great weekend thanks for your time and we will talk to you soon and we'll be watching you on MLB Network all right you guys are the best take care see you brother take care that is Greg Amsinger MLB Network when you think about something that brings out the best in us it usually involves helping someone else by donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection.